Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome to this episode. If you are new here, my name is Dallin Hawes, a financial planner serving you guys as federal employees, helping you guys retire comfortable and confident. And today we are talking about how your FEHB changes or doesn't change when you retire. What are the big things you need to look out for so that you know, okay, when I take this huge step called retirement, I know what things are going to look like so you're prepared and confident for the future. So one of the first things, first questions that we all have to answer is, does the price change, right? That, that's a huge question I get all the time. Does it get more expensive to keep FEHB or again, that is your health insurance as a federal employee to keep that into retirement? Now, the rules when it comes to keeping it into retirement, that is a topic for another video, but two of the biggest criteria is to be covered under an FEHB plan for the five years before retirement. So again, if you want to go in depth, go check out that other video. But as a general rule, you want to be covered at least for the five years before retirement to keep it into retirement. Now, if you're on TRICARE, again, the rules are going to be a little different as well. But this is going to focus on FEHB and those covered under that plan as you approach retirement and the changes that you can expect. So let's start with the price, okay? Does the price change when you retire? And the answer is complicated, okay? The answer is no, the price doesn't change, but it kind of changes. Okay, let's talk through it. So for example... Let's say you're working and let's say you pay, I'm just, I'm just making up numbers here. Let's say you pay $400 a month for your FEHB plan. Okay. So when you retire, let's say you retire right now, let's say you retire at the end of August and you were in, you know, come September, you are a retired person. Well, does what you pay for your health insurance go up in September because you're now retired? And the answer is no, it actually stays the same. Your premium amount stays the same. Now, one thing to note that you may not know is that the government actually does pay a huge portion of your FEHB cost. So it actually pays just about 72% of the cost of your plan. Okay. So that means if you're paying $400, your agency, the government is paying about $1,200, right? To fund the other part of your plan. So they're funding a massive part of the cost of your health insurance. And so many people say, hey, does the government continue paying their portion when you retire? And the answer is yes, the government still pays the portion even when you retire. But as I mentioned before, the cost kind of does go up. So how does that even work? Well, it all comes down to, it's kind of a sneaky way, but it goes up. So let me tell you, tell you why. When you are working, your health insurance premiums are actually tax deductible. So what does that mean? So let's just do an example. Let's say you make $100,000 a year, okay? Let's say that you pay $5,000 a year in health insurance premiums, okay? So when it comes for tax time, you are only gonna have, this is a very simplified example, but it, it gets the point across, you're gonna only have $95,000 of taxable income because you were able to deduct the 5,000 you pay for health insurance premiums, right? So in reality, you get taxed less, you save on taxes, that's all good news. So, but what happens in retirement is that this goes away. So that in retirement, if you have the exact same amount of income, let's say you have 100,000, well, guess what? You're paying taxes on the full 100,000. So what that means is that, let's say again, in retirement, you're paying about 5,000 a year in health insurance premiums. 
Well, the cost in reality is going to go up by about 20, 30% depending on your taxable bracket, okay? Because you're paying taxes on this money now, which in while you were working, you weren't paying taxes. So the actual premium amount you pay every month is going to stay the same, but because it's not tax deductible anymore, it actually goes up in price. And so it's a kind of a backdoor approach, right? That the price goes up, but it does go up by about 20, 30% depending on your taxes and how much income you have, your all the deductions you normally have and all the things like that, right? So definitely keep that in mind. As again, the price doesn't change, but it kind of does. So definitely want to keep that in mind as you plan for retirement. Okay. So that's one of the first questions people ask is how does the price change? But what other things change when it comes to your health insurance? In retirement, and there's a few th- small things. For example, FSAs. If you're using an FSA in retirement, you can't use FSAs. Those goes away. Okay. What about an HSA? So as long as you have a high deductible plan, even once you're retired, you can use an HSA until you are on Medicare. Once you're on Medicare, you can't use an HSA um, at all. So those are the two parts that you definitely have to know about an FSA and an HSA is that you aren't able to use them the same once you retire. It, the rules change to some degree. Now, one massive piece that happens when federal employees retire and then hit age 65 is Medicare, right? Medicare comes into the scene and will certainly change how you should be handling your health insurance. And so there's two different scenarios. There's those that retire before 65, so they have time in retirement that they're just on their FEHB plan, and then they hit 65 and Medicare comes into play. And then there's those that retire when they're 65 or older, so Medicare comes into play right away. And we're going to touch on both of those briefly. So long story short, when Medicare's not in, not in play, your FEHB, obviously, since it's probably your only insurance, is your primary right? But the moment you get on Medicare and you're retired, then Medicare now becomes the primary insurance and FEHB will cover up whatever is left after that. So that is important to remember is once you turn 65, Medicare comes into play and Medicare can get super confusing. I've got a bunch of other videos on Medicare and what you should be paying attention to and not be paying attention to, but I'll do a quick summary here. There's two pieces of Medicare that you should care about. There's Medicare A and there's Medicare B. Medicare A is free, so that's a no-brainer, right? That's free. You've paid into the system your entire working career, and so you get Medicare Part A for free, no questions asked. Part B, however, is not free. That costs money per person every month, and right now the lowest amount it can cost is $170 per month per person. So it, it can be substantial, especially as your income goes up, the price goes up. If you want to check that out, If you just type in Medicare Part B premiums, income chart, it'll pop right up. You'll be able to find um, how the premiums change as your income changes. So definitely as as higher earners go into retirement, you definitely want to keep in mind, okay, what is actually Medicare going to cost for me as a high earner, right? Because the rules and the strategies change for you. So long story short, Part A is a no-brainer most of the time because it's free. Part B, you have to make a decision, right? It costs money, so it's like, okay, do I want this? However, one great strategy that a lot of federal employees use is they do get on Medicare Part B, but they make sure they have a FEHB plan that merges really well with Medicare. And often, when that happens, if you get a plan that really likes being being the secondary after Medicare, they're going to waive things like deductibles, they're going to waive co-pays, they're going to waive basically all out-of-pocket costs, and they're going to even reimburse you 
a part or, or all of the Medicare Part B premiums because they love you having two coverages because FEHB, if it's secondary, it pays only after Medicare pays. So it loves that. So you want to make sure you have an FEHB plan that merges super, super well with Medicare, gives you tons of advantages, and in many cases, it can save you money as you go and you're on Medicare and FEHB because you first, you have very little out-of-pocket costs, and if you have a great FEHB plan that merges well with Medicare, then, of course, your premiums, and when it's actually costing you just to have the plans, can be very low as well. But there's other there's other combinations, but this is a very popular one because, first, you get on Medicare, and you keep your FEHB, and it has great credit coverage in retirement depending on what plans you have. So those are some of the key things that do change for you in retirement. Again, if you want more about Medicare, I've got videos on that, and there's going to be more coming. If you have any other questions, put in the comments below. We do our best to tailor our content for you guys as federal employees. And I've got tons of resources in the in the description below, whether it's a free book about how to maximize your TSP, a free training on the seven biggest mistakes I see federal employees make. There's tons of things down there. Go check that out. There's tons of great resources for you as federal employees. So it's always a pleasure. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you next time.